0: Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honeydare Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. Fall is definitely here, which means many businesses are preparing for open enrollment for their health insurance, but this is a year that is like no other. So today, we're going to take a little bit more than 10 minutes of your time to talk to two major health insurers about what small businesses should know and frankly ask for when they're making choices about health insurance for their workers. First, we're going to talk to a top executive with an insurer in the New York tri-state area about what small businesses should ask about. And then we're going to head to Northeast Ohio, where we'll talk to a top health insurance executive there. Eric Galvin is Chief Growth Officer for Emblem Health, one of the largest nonprofit health insurers in the United States, which covers more than 3 million members in the New York tri state area. He's also the president of Connecticare, which provides health insurance to more than 50,000 customers who work in small businesses with up to 100 employees. Eric, it's great having you on our show.
1: Thanks for having me this morning. I appreciate it.
0: So tell me, I am a small business, I'm going through open enrollment right now. What is the first thing I should do if I'm thinking about open enrollment, especially during COVID?
1: Well, I I would say really there are a few things you should do. First, you really want to know your options. You want to make sure that you're working with somebody who can fully maximize the options that you have available to you whether they be options around benefits that are going to be important to you and your employees, whether that comes to financial assistance that might be available to you in the form of subsidies, Um, but then also things like telehealth and some of the things that have been highlighted during COVID, you wanna really know what the carriers that you're looking at uh, are offering because they might become more important to your employees and yourself over the course of the the next year or two as we continue to deal with the the COVID pandemic.
0: So if I'm a small business, I've lost a lot of money in the last year, I'm afraid to spend on an insurance broker. Why would I spend on one right now when I have so many other pressures and costs?
1: Yeah, so I would tell you that the way that the brokers um, are compensated really comes from the carriers you typically have the benefit of the carrier paying the broker to do their job. Now you pick the the broker, right? It's your choice as a small business to work with the broker that you feel most comfortable with. That individual will really understand the difference. Your small business is not like any other. And as that broker understands the uniqueness of who you are, what situation you've been facing and most importantly, what your needs are going forward, that uh, the dollars that are spent by the carriers to the broker are going to be the best money spent so that you get the type of healthcare coverage that you and your employees need.
0: What specifically should I ask about telehealth? We've all used a lot more telehealth in the last few months.
1: Well, I'd tell you, um, there aren't many things that are good about COVID, but if there is one, Good item to come out of this pandemic. It is the way that it is um, highlighted that telehealth can be very effective, um, and it it has promoted the acceptance of telehealth not only by customers but also by the, the uh, physician community. So. The things you should really be asking about are what kind of telehealth benefits are available? Will it be my own doctor that will see me through telehealth? Or do I have to use a doctor that might be, quote, kind of on call? And you also might wanna ask, your broker should know as well, what is your carrier going to offer in terms of maybe digital first types of coverages? Meaning, if you have um, the option to um chat with or text with a physician if you have very routine types of questions or if you have maybe a population your employees or yourself have uh, chronic illnesses how do i get access to my specialists without having to actually go to their office? What are, what are my options? Again, in a COVID world where a lot of people are feeling very apprehensive about going into a hospital or going into a doctor's office, it's really important that you you understand what your options are and that your broker help navigate uh, navigate you through the different carrier options that are out there. Because there are many and it's important for you to understand the differences.
0: Last question, what should I keep in mind if my employee does get sick with COVID? What should I be looking for in an insurance carrier right now?
1: Well, so the the carriers have really differed in terms of responses to COVID. Some carriers have offered more concierge-type services to not only small businesses, but large as well and individuals. Customers, And it's really important to know whether those kinds of services are are available to you. You're going to have a lot of questions if you get sick or if an employee gets sick about what are some of the best practices out there on return to work? Are there capabilities that that you need to have? For instance, we have been offering an app to to some of our employers so that they can help track who has self-diagnosed do you have any symptoms that might keep you from coming to work? And, and tracking those self diagnoses through this app. So, so there are different capabilities that are available. And it's again, it's a, an offering that many carriers will have that you should really familiarize yourself with because it could help you if you are faced with uh, any kind of um, COVID exposure in your workplace.
0: Eric Galvin, it's been great having you on our show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Neil Grody is United Healthcare's Executive Director in Northern Ohio. He works with companies that have 51 employees or more and covers about 150,000 members. But more broadly, his market covers nearly 2 million members in Ohio through employer sponsored coverage, Medicaid and Medicare. Neil, it's great to have you on our show today.
2: It's wonderful to be here, Christine. Thanks for having me.
0: So what is the biggest shift you are seeing in terms of how small business owners are evaluating benefits this year?
2: Obviously, with COVID, we know that the vast majority of organizations have really had to shift the way they run business. Uh, We know it's had impacts on supply chain people. We've had to have people work from home. How do we bring people back to the office safely? And so, you know, we recently conducted a survey of employer groups, it was 51 to uh, 99 space and 100 plus space to really get a feeling for how they're looking at benefits as we move forward. And I think the anticipation was that we might see a change towards cost shifting back to the employees, meaning deductibles might increase, out of pocket maximums might increase, and, and so that would push more, say, more, more money to the employee, save the plan a little bit of money, but we actually found something different. We actually found that most groups actually want to keep benefits where they're at today, or maybe more interestingly, actually increase the benefits that are available to people and i found that that's super interesting but what was more interesting about that as we peeled that onion back we started to see people thinking of benefits not just as something they have to offer because a competitor may do it but they're starting to see benefits more as a strategy that impacts things like absenteeism and really drives towards the productivity of an organization so that was a a very meaningful shift and how small business owners are starting to look at benefits differently as we move forward in 2021 and beyond.
0: What is the broader trend you're seeing right now in terms of co-pays? I feel like they've gotten so high in the last few years. How is that changing?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we've seen a trend towards higher co-pays and even towards higher deductible plans. And and I think over time, deductibles and out-of-pockets are starting to increase, which means people are paying more of their more more cost towards physician visits, specialty visits, et cetera. And so in the same vein that I said people are looking at benefits differently, they're starting to move towards plans that offer better benefits for people use. So I think of Physician co-pays for children might be $0. For adults, they might be 10 or $15. And, and why that becomes important is people engage with their primary care physician. They're less likely to see things like hospital uh, readmissions, especially for finding the right care. ER visits might come down, but most importantly, those individuals with chronic conditions of need are getting the care that they need to drive employee engagement back at the office.
0: We've all been juggling a lot through COVID. So, how is United Healthcare handling behavioral health differently?
2: That's a really great question. Obviously, there's a lot of anxiety with COVID. If people are staying at home. They're not having personal contact. And so, I think in addition, to anxiety, depressions is really becoming more commonplace. We we have really taken. Uh, Position really through digital engagement. And so obviously, I think we all know things like telehealth and virtual visits are becoming more important. We've partnered with a company called Sanvello to really Bring that same type of experience for behavioral health to the people so you know this helps them with their anxiety potential depression etc but giving them a, a format where they can seek out care in the comfort of their own homes
0: if i'm a small business i have far less money to work with this year what is one specific program that something like united healthcare can offer that they're paying for that helps my workers
2: Well, the way you asked that question the program that i think makes the most sense is a program called motion and with this program We use wearable technology, so think Fitbit, think Apple Watch, to track behavior around motion. And so we measure three things, our frequency of motion, the intensity of motion, and the tenacity. So you may want to walk 12,000 steps a day, seven or more times, and really do so in a way at least one of those times you're starting to break us. And we do that because we know that If people are moving, they're less likely to have comorbidities, which impact the overall cost of the plan and potential going forward. What makes that program ultimately unique for the employee themselves is that if they do those activities on a daily basis, they earn money towards an HSA, which can offset costs associated with deductibles and out-of-pocket. So it's a great way for organizations to provide an additional benefit maybe when they can't afford them or, or looking to cut that in a way that could impact people.
0: Last question. What has happened to the open enrollment meeting? Do I have to do that in person with my potential insurer?
2: Yeah, this is a this is a trend that I th- you know, I think COVID has changed the way we all do business. And one of the ways I see it impacting business going forward is open enrollment or engagement meetings. I know at United Healthcare we spend a significant amount of time training our team to deliver this message of engagement um, around the tools and resources available to employees in a web-based format so you know how do we communicate without having to be present and on site how do we create one consistent message um, this format really gives us a way to connect with people where we don't have to be there that being said you know people still want to have meetings sometimes in person we try to cater to that as much as possible but we those tend to be smaller groups but you know as we move forward and look to the future i, I think this digital world will we really to have a larger presence especially in the open world arena
0: neil grody with united healthcare it's been great having you on our show You christine thanks for listening to small business lifeline this has been christine honey dare Bryan with crane communications Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at c-d-a-r-e-b-r-y-a-n at c-r-a-i-n-s-n-e-w-y-o-r-k.com. We'll be coming to you each week with more tips on how small businesses can survive this pandemic. Have a great week.